0: The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to Economist.com and get your first month free. So, what have we been hearing? We've been hearing that Americans have, after the uh, election of Donald Trump, some, many, a few, you've seen them, I don't know how many, but there are numbers of Americans who are emotionally distraught over the election of Donald Trump. They've been seen weeping on the streets and... Um, we're going to be talking to Frank Farley, psychology professor at Temple University about the psychological responses to the election of Trump before the end of this hour. But we've also heard that many Americans or significant numbers of Americans are talking about moving to Canada. And uh, the Hollywood elites particularly have apparently set their GPS to the Ambassador Bridge spanning the river between Detroit and Windsor, Ontario, where Eddie Cadry does business. Eddie Cadry is uh, an immigration lawyer, and a good one, in Windsor, Ontario. And I spoke with Mr. Cadry. I guess Eddie would have been halfway through the primaries when we first spoke, right? That's
1: correct. It was back in
0: March. And good to have you back on the show, sir.
1: It's good to be with you, Roy, and I, I, I can validate that you have turned out to be an excellent prognosticator of these things.
0: Not bad, eh? <laughs> yes. Not yes. bad. If I only put my my... my <laughs> my money where my where my Absolutely. ideas are. I'd be a rich Absolutely. man. I'd be Absolutely. a rich man. I'd be asking you to sell me some property in the United States. <laughs> Eddie, when when we spoke months ago, halfway through the primaries, you were starting to get, or you'd already started to get, some significant interest from Americans who saw right. Trump winning in the primaries, who were looking at Canada as a place to settle. And then you you talked to us about that and then a couple of weeks later you put on the air one of your clients, an American businessman, who was preparing to move to Canada. So I want to ask you two questions. Number one, has that move taken place? And then secondly, and I asked you not to tell me this off the air, because I want everybody to hear it first time, at least for us, when you tell us. Has your phone been busy with Americans calling, inquiring about moving to Canada since Tuesday?
1: So as you know, the calls back in March uh, started to come in at uh, at an alarming rate. And the fears that were expressed were equally alarming over time that dissipated okay the number of calls was not at the level that we saw after the super tuesday and the other primary but there was a steady flow of calls okay um a steady flow since tuesday at around 10:30 p.m my phone has just been blowing up That's, there's no other way to describe it and when i went into the office on wednesday morning i canceled every appointment i had and all i did that day was return phone calls send emails and do media requests. I, I got interviews from Japanese news stations, uh, news stations in New Zealand, Australia, and all over the United States. It, it's just been... I mean, if insanity was the word to describe it back in March, I don't have the proper word to describe to you since Tuesday the reaction of Americans.
0: So now this is Americans who are calling you and inquiring about what's necessary for us to pick up stakes, leave the United States behind, and move to Canada permanently.
1: So I the, the most common text message I got around 10:30 p.m. is what do I need to do right now that was like that was a common thing these are people many of these are people that had already reached out to me and you know done the exploration part of it looked at Canada looked at what was required but they kind of I don't want to say shelved it but was waiting to see what happened and just like many Americans on Tuesday night except for you Roy of course they just didn't see the possibility of Donald Trump winning and then it was like they felt like they were punched in the gut, that, that it just, they were shocked. And many of them are still in shock today.
0: Well, and, and we're seeing that. We're seeing people who are emotionally distraught. We're also seeing the violence, and I talked about that at the beginning of the show, and we'll talk more Correct. about it as we go through the show. Are they being very specific then, we're, we want to move to Canada because Trump is going to be the president of the United States? That's why we're, we want him to do it, and we really are serious now, Eddie.
1: Well, I, I think for many... And, uh, um, you know, I can tell you that uh, Greg Popovich, who's the coach of the San Antonio Spurs, I think he summed it up the best way I could possibly sum it up. And I'll tell you what he told people. It's not so much the politics of Donald Trump. You could argue that. Um, It's not the politics. I think it's what he stood for in the eyes of many people and what he didn't stand for in the eyes of many people that's really shocked people that he made it through and he won this election Uh, on the basis of the things that he said specifically about women, uh, his actions towards women and other uh, minorities, immigrants. I I, I don't think it's so much his politics, because you could actually argue a lot of his politics uh, could be very beneficial to the United States. But this was an election like we had never seen. It was unprecedented in so many ways. And whoever won, Roy, there was always going to be that issue. How can that person now unite a country divided more than it's ever been, and govern how could he and many people thought clinton for all of her flaws as well would be better equipped to do that because you knew what you were going to get but many people are expressing fear because they don't know what they're going to get
0: from donald trump well he won 30 out of 50 states correct uh which is a significant percentage he won this he maintained control of the senate and those who uh, in his party spoke out against him lost correct. their re-election bids correct he kept control of, of the House of Representatives. They have uh, the governorships. I, I think they have a majority of, of governors are Republican now. So it is what it is, and now we have Americans who are calling you who are saying, we want to go. We're we not yeah. staying. We want out. So under what what reasons would they have to provide to Canada to be accepted to into this country, leaving the United States? What are the fundamentals that they have to satisfy?
1: So a lot of the people that have reached out to me are um, professionals, academics, business owners. Uh, I've had people from the Hollywood industry reach out to me, actors, uh, producers. Uh, these are people who, their pathway to the United to Canada for permanent residence uh, can be clear and viable using a number of different permanent resident programs we have, or, ironically, NASA. NAFTA would allow many Americans an expedited route to Canada, either through temporary residence initially and then transitioning to permanent residence. So NAFTA is a key piece of of legislation between Canada and the United States and Mexico that actually would benefit many Americans seeking to leave the current situation in the United States and come to Canada.
0: So Eddie, is there a total? Do you have any idea what the total is of the numbers of people who've contacted you who are serious about moving to Canada?
1: So, just since Tuesday, I've spoken to about 35. Uh, I've only been, it's been crazy, between media and, and uh, returning calls from people that are already contacted me before, yeah. new contacts coming in after the election. Uh, I just can't get to them all right now. And there's a, there's a significant number that I haven't even gotten to yet. Um, but it, it's been over 30 call, people that I've actually spoken to since Tuesday, had deep conversations with, with this about them.
0: And so you said it would be relatively simple for these people if they don't have a criminal record, if they don't have any specific and easily identifiable uh, uh, objections to them entering the country. They'll be able to come here and and put down stakes and live here, pay taxes here and and participate. What specifically would cause them to be rejected beyond the the obvious? So... uh... Again,
1: being an American citizen, you have a, a tremendous advantage over foreign nationals from other countries because of NAFTA. Uh, and many of the people that reach out to me, by the way, Roy, are already in Canada working on valid work permits. They could be studying here, um, or they could have the potential to acquire a work permit under NAFTA based on what they do in the United States, their profession, their occupation, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. So, of course, Canada goes through extensive screening of anyone who wants to immigrate here. And criminality, you hit the nail on the head. That's the biggest one we screen for. Um, and with U.S. and Canadian databases, criminal databases, that is, being so intertwined, uh, it's almost impossible for anything to slip through the cracks right, here in America. Right. So we screen for criminality we screen for... Medical inadmissibilities, right. uh, diseases, or health conditions that would be an excessive demand on our healthcare system here. Yeah. Uh, but aside from that, the, I mean, there's really not much other. Pretty strategy. simple.
0: Yes. Yeah, Pretty yeah, simple.
1: It's, it's very straightforward. Very and they straightforward.
0: have to be they have to be economically self sufficient or have a sponsor, I would imagine.
1: In most cases, um, when you say economically self sufficient, that is uh, accurate if they have a. Job. Like pay your own way. If they have a job and a degree and work experience, then generally don't re- they? They won't necessarily require a sponsor. And when I say a sponsor, meaning a Canadian company that, that
0: wants to offer them an empo- uh, employment, yeah, or somebody who it. says, "I'll pay the bills, I'll pay for the freight," if they if they suddenly can't.
1: So the the only way that that would uh, facilitate immigration is through the family class, right?
0: If and okay, which, I got way, you. Is,
1: you know, Americans and Canadians are very much. There's no border yeah, yeah, yeah. when it yeah. comes to family. So tell so me, in, t- t-
0: tell yeah. me, tell me this: what percentage of the people who are contacting you, or who have contacted you, and are you, you think they're you know they, they called you more than once, correct? And, and they appear serious. What percentage do you think are actually going to make the permanent move to this country?
1: I would say uh, it's too early to tell. Although I can tell you that I've had many that have already started the process. But from if you're asking me to compare from the number of calls I've received to who will actually make the 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 move over i believe it's going to be somewhere between 15 to 20 percent which is significant
0: it is significant so mr cadry yeah. uh, in in the in the in the lingo of business business is good well
1: <laughs> if you want to look at it that way business is good <laughs> well why not I've, I've been preaching this message to americans look i'm yeah. sitting out right now in my looking out my window yeah. in looking at the beautiful skyline of detroit michigan
0: yeah buddy i gotta you know go what? i've gotta oh, go beautiful. eddie but okay. i thank you so much for the time we'll talk again i'm sure
1: absolutely right. Take care. Thank Thanks you. For having
0: me. Thanks, Eddie. Eddie Kadri, K-A-D-R-I, immigration lawyer in Windsor, Ontario.